If I learned anything in 2021, it's that my nostrils are more robust than I thought, and it's that I should have gotten on that PCR testing game when I had the chance. But hey-ho. Another thing I learned is that the world of MMA will always find a way to move forward regardless of global restrictions. So with that in mind, let's take a look at five European MMA fighters that we should be keeping our eyes out for in 2022. One, the future Ian Gary. 24 years old, six foot three welterweight, eight and oh. One fight in the UFC, uh, built his career in Cage Warriors. He was a boxer in his youth, but was inspired by Conor McGregor to take up MMA. Um, and he's really starting to walk in Conor's footsteps. A big hype train was attached to him in Cage Warriors. A lot of attention on him. And of course, when he won the welterweight title, the UFC snapped him up. And you can see the intentions of the UFC straight off the bat. He wasn't slipped into a, a small time fight night at, at the apex. No, 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 no. He was on UFC 268 at Madison Square Garden. And if you watch the UFC's uh, channels, their social media channels, their YouTube, you'll see the amount of content they made about Ian Gary before that event. And that tells you the intentions that the UFC have for this guy. They believe he could be something big. And he believes that too. He's very outspoken that he believes he's, you know, obsessed with getting better, that he has a big ego. He realizes all these things that some may, may call faults, but these are all the things that are driving him forward. Before his title defense at Cage Warriors earlier in 2021, he, um, he fell out with his team. They said he was uncoachable. They actually blamed his fiance and manager, Layla, for some of that. Who knows what the reality of that is, but nonetheless, he went in to that Cage Warriors fight. He won the title. He got a UFC contract off it. He's now moved to Florida, to Sanford MMA, one of the, the best gyms in the world. And you can see just in that his first UFC fight that he's taken to it like, well, a fish to water. And what impresses me the most about Ian Gary is that it's all well and good being a standout star on the domestic scene here in the UK and Europe. But when you go to the big stage, when you go to the UFC, particularly when you've got a hype train like he has attached to his back and then deliver, that shows something. And look, the only, only moments of that first round in MSG, there were hairy moments. Um, didn't look too comfortable in the first few moments, but that's to be expected, I think. And Ian said it was adjustments. It's a big stage. It's a big moment for him. But he managed to handle that pressure and got a highlight reel knockout victory. He said to Dana White afterwards, hey, look, I'm the next big Irish superstar. He wants to follow in Conor McGregor's shoes. So 2022 could be the year that we start to see those shoes being filled? I wouldn't say so, but certainly some browsing for new shoes for Ian Gary as he looks to elevate himself. And look, if you didn't know Ian Gary coming into 2022, you certainly will, I believe, by the end of this year. Two, Paddy the Baddy Pimblet, uh, 26 years old, 17 and three, finally arrived in the UFC in 2021. Um, many of you will remember him winning the Cage Warriors Featherweight Championship back in 2016 at just 21 years of age. Back then, a lot of people were saying he's the next big thing, but he himself said he let that go to his head. He made a lot of mistakes, um, but one of the mistakes he didn't make was signing with the UFC. He turned down several contract offers from Dana White because he wanted to grow, he wanted to develop, he wanted to make those mistakes outside of the big stage. Um, fast forward, he lost 
the featherweight title. He had a bout in 2018 where he broke his hand, wasn't able to train, spiraled into, into something of a depression. So he had to battle a, a lot of demons in the years since that title reign. But he's come back, um, proved himself once again in Cage Warriors, and finally did accept the UFC contract. And he believes he's now grown into his body. He's moved up a weight class. Um, and in his UFC debut, wow, he, um, yeah, made an impression. Four minutes and 25 seconds of round one, he got the victory. But not after having to swim in some deep, deep waters early on in that contest. And look, Paddy inside the octagon is one thing. People are going to like his style of fighting. He's very resilient. He's very exciting. But what a lot of people are getting drawn to is his personality. He had a cult following in Cage Warriors. Um, he was selling out the Echo Arena multiple times during his Cage Warriors reign. Um, with that in mind, he also said that his two losses um, in Liverpool will be some of the darkest times of his career, which I think will help him. When you've been through moments like that, losing in front of your home fans, to make all those mistakes before you get to the UFC, very little will scare Paddy, so he says. Um, also rumoured in his second fight in the UFC could be fellow Liverpoolian Darren Till's star maker, Cowboy Cerrone. If Paddy can go up against Cowboy and get a win there against one of the all-time greats in the UFC, that is a signature win that will skyrocket Paddy um, even further. So 2022 could be a huge, huge year for Paddy Pimlet. Three, the curse, Leah McCourt. Uh, Leah has shown time and time again just how valuable she is for Bellator. She's headlined cards in Dublin. Um, she co-main evented the card in 2021 in London. And she's shown development with each and every outing. She comes from a judo background, um, but in her fight against Jessica Borger, showed real development in her striking. Um, a really well-rounded and grounded competitor, very motivated, and also a great speaker. Um, I did the shows with her in, in Milan in 2020, and throughout that time, she was a real sort of mouthpiece for Bellator and all the press she was doing. Um, and she's great at talking. She's a great flag bearer for the sport. And Bellator are being very wise in, in, uh, in keeping her in a prime position. Rumour has it, as of me filming this video, that her next bout could be, or is, against Sinead Kavanagh, who's coming off a loss to the champion in Chris Cyborg. Now, I know, we all know, how scary Sinead Kavanagh is. I've heard Leah talk about Sinead, and you know, she's well aware of... Uh, the dominance and the brute force that Sinead brings with her, but this could be a prime opportunity for Leah to put together everything she's been working on for the past few years. Um, she's on a six-fight win streak. Sinead's coming off a pretty devastating loss. Sinead's going to be out to prove something, but this could be a prime opportunity for Leah to put herself in title contention because that's exactly where she'll be if she can take out Sinead Kavanagh. That fight is rumoured as of right now for the end of February in Dublin. A Dublin card with a big win for Liam McCourt. It could be the start of a huge 2022 for the curse that could, could culminate in a title opportunity against Chris Cyborg. Can the curse Liam McCourt end 2022 Bellator champion? Four, the gent Luke Trainer, uh, another Bellator standout. Only two fights so far in Bellator, but in that short time has really shown why many people are saying this guy could be a future superstar. Um, he earned a Bellator contract back in 2019 at uh, John Kavanagh's Euro Fight Night. Had three fights 
in one night to earn that contract. I was there, I saw what he did. Um, it was no mean feat, the competitors he was up against. Coming to Bellator, had a signature win at Bellator London against veteran Yannick Bahati. Um, showed that he is a competitor who is continuing to evolve. He's had five pro fights with each and every one of them. Um, has shown an increase in skill. He's obsessed with becoming better. He's very well grounded. Um, some say he's too nice. Outside of the, the cage, he's a nanny. He's a big advocate for working with foster children and helping guide the next generation. But I tell you what, if anyone thought he was too nice and they saw that Yang Bahati contest, we'll know that Luke Trainer is the real deal. Um, but he's in a very competitive light heavyweight division in Bellator. Stand six foot six, guys chiseled from granite. Um, it is packed. You've got guys like, look, you've got Nemkov at the top, Corey Anderson, Phil Davies. It's going to be tough just to crack the top 10 there in 2022. But he's being guided by Mickey Pappas, who is one of the best coaches in the UK. Are we going to see Luke Trainer challenge for titles in 2022? No. Are we going to see some spectacular spectacular performances from Luke Trainer in 2022 and rise through the ranks. And I think start to challenge perhaps for spots in that top 10. Yes, Luke Trainer, another big name to watch in Bellator in 2022. Five, Kane Musa, uh, another Bellator competitor. And some of you may be thinking, hang on, is he, is he a big prospect in 2022? Hear me out. Look, he's 13 and 4, 35 years old, been on the UK MMA scene for for over a decade, hasn't really got on a, on a solid win streak for, for quite some time, but he's a competitor that always impresses. Um, if you saw his London fight against David Gallion, you'd have heard the crowd at the SSC chanting Kane's name. He is a fan favorite wherever he goes because he puts on entertaining fights. That Gallon fight was just an absolute war. He didn't win. But you look at the opportunity Kane's been afforded next, which is against Peter Queeley in February in Dublin. That's a huge fight. Now, yeah, Queeley's coming off a loss, but to be stepping in against Peter Queeley in Dublin. If you've seen Queeley's entrances in Dublin, you'll know they are, I'm getting goosebumps right now, they are chilling to behold. He is another competitor that fans love to come and see. These are two competitors who are going to bring an absolute war. And Kane always impresses. Even though Kane is coming off that loss, you can see why the likes of Jude Samuel and Bellator are booking him in, in these marquee matches because they know he's going to deliver. And this is why Kane, I think, whatever happens, win or loss, the fact he'll go in there and put on those kind of performances means that it's going to be an entertaining year. So if you're looking for an exciting fight, if you ever see Kane Moose's name on a card in 2022, check it out. So those are my five fights for you to watch in 2022. Hopefully, less no swabs. Less lateral flows, less COVID, more fights in 2022.